Welcome to Spiritual and Empowerment Living with international speaker, spiritual mentor, and best-selling author, Tia Johnson, as she discusses spiritual and women's empowerment topics to assist you in igniting your spirituality and empowering your quality of life. Let's welcome your host, Tia Johnson. Hey there, spiritual trailblazers, and welcome to another lovely episode of Spiritual Empowerment Living with Tia. As always, I'm super happy that you are here with me, that you chose to listen to this podcast and really just allowing me to spend some time in your home, your car, your kitchen, wherever you're at, that you're listening to this podcast and form some type of bond with you. So first and foremost, I want to thank you for that. And so this episode is the best of 2019. So, of course, you know, I had to be great. I'm always grateful, but I had to express it even more because this podcast is what it is and where it's at because of you. And with that being said, before I dive into the top 10 and all that jazz, I want to let you know that I have some openings for uh, the Goddess Discovery Call. So let's get your 2020 in full gear, okay? Don't worry about making resolutions. No, they don't work. Let's create a strategy, a path for you to make your 2020 exactly what you want it to be. All right, let's set those boundaries. Let's reestablish our strengths. Let's get connected with our spirituality, our higher self. Let's make the changes in our lives that need to be done. All right. I am here for you. Just click the link in the description section of this podcast episode and let's work together. All right. I would love to have that talk with you and see how we could get you on a path of living your truth, thriving, and showing up in the world as your your true self. All right. So, wow. This is this is like the, the last few days of 2019 and I'm sitting here with my, my headset on and I got my, my rose gold Starbucks cup filled with water. <laughs> and I was just thinking, wow, how can I um, really make this an episode that is something near and dear to anyone who's listening heart? So I'm not just going to say, okay, here's the top 10 and give you the title. I'm going to give you a little background into these titles. And of course, there'll be links in the description so that way you can just click on it. So no worries if you're driving, like, oh my God, what was the number? Okay, episode number. It's all good. And so I wanted to just say that I want to give you some some stats. I actually have two stats and, and a little something of what you can expect for next year's podcast. So we're just under 30 unique downloads, 30,000, excuse me, 30,000. That's pretty crazy. (laughs) I mean, guys, ladies, I mean, this is, thank you. Just thank you. I mean, roughly 30,000 people downloaded episodes. Thank you. When I put material out there, I really hope that it resonates with people and when, when I receive emails about how we, one episode or something I said really hit home and they, and, and it's just like, thank you, Tia, you know, yada, yada, yada. And 
you know, I did this and it worked or like that really helped me get through, you know, what I was going through. It is heartwarming. So I thank you. I don't look at it as just a number like, oh, it's, you know, almost 30,000. I look at it as 30,000 amazing beings downloaded, listened to, probably shared it with somebody, you know, so thank you. And it's, this podcast is heard as of now in 39 countries. That's crazy. Truly crazy. 39 countries. I mean, guys, I'm looking at the, the top 10, well, it has, well, it starts off, so I'm, I'm in Lisbon, and it shows United States, United Kingdom, Australia, Canada, Singapore, Ireland, Maldives, Spain, Virgin Island, British Virgin Islands, Mexico, South Africa, France, Antigua and Barbuda. Hopefully I pronounced it right. Sorry if I mispronounced it. New Zealand, Kenya, Germany, India, Denmark, um, Liban, Argentina, Costa Rica, Denmark, United Arab, and, and, um, sorry, I can't, sorry, mispronounced that. Dominican Republic, um, Russia, Australia, Belgium, Ghana, Philippines. I was in Ghana a couple years ago. Bulgaria, Bahamas, Portugal, Jamaica, Finland, Switzerland, Liberia, Turkey, Luxembourg. So thank you guys. And I go on and on. Like, just thank you. You, you just, you rock. What, what can I say? You rock. So next year, which you can expect, I'm going to bring back the call-ins. So when I started my podcast, oh gosh, like what, eight years now, nine, eight years ago, I had uh, people call in. My podcast was two hours long because I would take in a bunch of callers and I would give readings and and I would, something like what I do in the Goddess Discovery call, it would be a strategy session in some cases. And it, it was a lot of fun. So I'm going to bring that back in and I'm going to do it a little bit differently because before I had, I wasn't using Lisbon. I was using another platform and I had to call in. And when I did that, I can also see other people who called in. So I had my own personal calling number as the host and then it was the guest calling number and people could also call in via Skype. Uh, and it was also a chat room. So it's much easier to take questions, but it's going to be different. Uh, so it's going to be um, uh, planned a little bit ahead of time where I'll have you come on Zoom or something like that. So it'll still be a call in. It's going to be handled differently because I'm not actually calling in anywhere. <laughs> I record via Zoom. All right, so uh, that will be going on next year. So you have questions about spirituality and empowerment. And those are umbrella terms. So there's a lot under spirituality that we can discuss. And there's a lot under empowerment that we can discuss. Okay. So get your questions ready because that's what's going down in 2020. Uh, I'm going to bring on more guests. So I do this thing where I have a lot of guests and no guests, some guests. So I'm going to get more into having guests on to talk about different things. And as a sneak peek, I'm actually and talked with, with a doctor to come on and talk about the benefits of CBD oil because I actually started taking that after a while of saying, I don't know, maybe, mm, you know, I did the research, finally started taking it and it's life changing. So, 
we had that coming up. And we're going to do some series, three-part series. You guys like that? Uh, some of the, the top 10 here are part of a series. So we're going to do some three-parters. All right. So that's something you can look forward to to 2020. So the top 10. All right. Drum roll. <laughs> I know I keep talking about getting sound effects one day. One day. All right. So uh, number 10. This is the top 10 for 2019, not top 10 overall. Uh, top 10 2019, number 10. This is episode 208, seven must-read books to unlock the goddess within. That was a fun episode because I love to read. As a kid, I was in the Reading Rainbow Book Club. <laughs> All right, so uh, I was just in one of those moves where I was thinking, you know what, let me share where I get some of my knowledge from. And it's from reading. I get that sometimes it's hard for some people to read because they don't like books, maybe for audio books, or, you know, it's just not in their top 10 things to do. But I believe some of these books that I mentioned in episode 208 can be found in an audio format. And each book that I recommend it takes on a different approach to unlocking your your inner goddess it's so important to have that you know look at it from many aspects because just like women and just like uh, a human being those two people are like you have warrior goddesses you have goddesses that are about love goddesses about nurturing goddesses to help you with past life to help you with magic so i figure let's just spread this out so it's not so matter of factly but also i have a book that has nothing to do with goddesses because uh there will be times where you you have to be you first and foremost all right so unlocking the goddess within is that element within you but there are times where you just have to just show up right just make sure that you are put together and i learned a lot of things from reading books that have nothing to do with learning about goddesses or ancient ways, but there's the element of showing up as yourself, being your most authentic self, not caring what other people think, you know, especially those that really aren't important in your life. Like, okay, yeah, maybe if your best friend says, ah, that dress really isn't becoming on you, it makes you look frumpy, or it just doesn't complement your body type, yeah, then you would take that into consideration. But if you're wearing something that's just, wow, it's like, okay, that's, that dress was made for you. And someone says something like, oh, it, it's too much skin showing. You're a mother. You shouldn't be wearing that. And it's really not a bad dress at all. Then, yeah, who cares what they think? So I have books in here that have nothing to do with goddesses and some that have to do with goddesses. And other ones that had to do about the journey of discovering self. So check out episode 208, seven must read books to unlock the goddess within. And that is number 10. All right. <laughs> All right. I'll start with that uh, sound effect. I can only imagine how it sounds on your end. You know how sometimes things sound cooler in your mind and then not so much. <laughs> so you imagine a drum beat. All right, number nine. 
This is episode 213, Goddess Charm. And in this episode, I discuss how you can lead a charm life infused with goddess energy. So just imagine, oh, and also it comes with a worksheet. So go to 213 and you'll see in the description uh, a, work, a link to get a worksheet. So this episode was about creating a life that has these moments of magic. For example, you meet someone at a coffee shop, you have a nice conversation, and it was just something that was nice, uplifting, like, oh, you know what? There are good people in the world. Or you go somewhere and someone goes, hey, I pay for your cup of coffee. You're like, wow, there are good people in the world. That was nice. Or maybe you're worried about something and you 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 say like a um like a mantra or you have a crystal or something this something with you or say something like goddesses go before me in this meeting sometimes people say angels go before me in this meeting something that just add a little bit of an ease in your life maybe you're trying to find a dress maybe you're trying to find something to cook maybe you're trying to find someone to connect with and it's not a, a big like okay this is a, a, a like a new year's eve party it's nothing big like that i'm talking about just like the the small things in life you know stuff that can lead you to meeting someone because it's always that little sweet spot that little in between from point a to point b it's, it's like that line right which really is more like a squiggly <laughs> line but i look at it as like lowercase a you know something like that that little sweet spot in between where you're starting and where you want to go let's make that charmed okay let's make it a little bit easier let's infuse some of that magic that energy is already around us and i sort of imagine that that magical energy like the wi-fi that's out there right we can't see it it's out there we can tap into it okay but we really we can't see it with the naked eye just like that the air and oxygen all that like there's a, there's so many things that we cannot see with the naked eye we need a telescope or a magnifying or or some kind of instrument to help us to see that but we can tap into it it's there it's like that so i go down how we can have that goddess energy Okay, how we can harness our own goddess energy to make our life a little bit sweeter. <laughs> All right, and I'm just giggling about it because it just makes me feel warm inside to think that I can tap into my own energy. All right, and, and send that out there into the world to help me. All right, and when I help myself, I actually end up helping others because I'm in a better mood. I'm more likely to notice things, to help people and things like that. And it's something, I, I'll tell you a quick story. Uh, the other day I was coming home uh, from being in town and I noticed two women were hugging, but it was like a really uh, like, hold on, don't let go hug. And I just automatically thought like, man, like, is this one woman okay? Because it was one of those hugs that, you know, when you get like those tight hugs, like it's going to be okay hugs, as opposed to, oh, I miss you. I love you. It was something about that hug. It's like, is this woman all right? So I see the one woman, they back up a little bit and there's the, the pat on the back. And then the other woman is wiping her eyes. And I was like, oh my gosh, 
And, you know, I, I kept going out. I, I was in traffic, but I just sent her, you know, and there's nothing I could do but send her some positive energy, right? And the thing is, I remember when my grandmother passed away, and I talked about this before my healing journey that led me to starting my business and this podcast. I used to cry all the time on the bus, okay, this everywhere. And I don't know who even saw that, right? And some people who did saw it, they probably didn't know what to do. I mean, there's someone who has tears in their eyes and they're wiping it. What do you do? And that's what I'm saying. When we live more of that charmed life, we notice more things. And if I saw her, I mean, her friend was there, so that was okay. But there had been times where I saw someone look pretty sad and I just started talking to them. It happened. And, you know, sometimes people just need a talk. All right, just a simple, you're okay. Would you like a, a glass of water, or a cup of water, something like that? And and then you could just walk away. You'd be their the, uh, angel <laughs> for like 10 minutes. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm not saying that you have to go and console somebody. But what I'm saying is you just become more aware of your surroundings because your world is so filled with awareness when you dive into that. So enough about the episode. 213, Goddess Charm, Make let's make your life a little bit sweeter. All right. Uh, we are at number eight. And this is episode 188, The Power of Vision Boards and Why You Need to Create Them. And I mean, for this is pretty much self-explanatory. And I can see why this would be popular again. So, so the last two episodes, episode 208 debuted in, um, was that May? Yes. And Goddess Charm debuted in June. And The Power of Vision Boards was aired on or in January, January 16th to be as that. So this episode is only 22 minutes long and it discusses the power of vision boards, how to use them, why they work and how to create them. All right, and then I give you uh, links below to access uh, free videos where I show you a classic vision board, an Instagram vision board and a Pinterest vision board because I get that everyone's on the go, all right? Everyone's on go. There's people who are parents. There are people who are supervisors, responsible for uh, their parents, responsible for so much, and who has time to create a vision board. I make an effort to provide multiple ways to do one thing. That's one thing I used to be so annoyed with growing up is that I would be presented one way to do something. And I never forget I was doing math problems and I just learned multiple ways to get to number seven. And I just thought, wait a minute, is six plus one is seven, eight minus one is seven, you know? Like there's so many ways, four plus three is seven, then I could do other things multiple ways to get the same outcome, right? It's not just six plus one. So that just, that just really got me thinking, how can I, do things the creative way that I want to do. I mean, it was, and, and I get it, the school system definitely needs restructuring. And I love all the schools that I went to, but I never forget uh, when the lady, when the teacher was trying to teach me how to write with a pen, a pencil. And, you know, and just a side note, you can love something and still not like something about it. So don't feel bad about it. Like, for example, I hear moms who, 
get so exhausted from saying, you know, I love my kid, but they're just being a little snot right now. Like, that's okay. Your kid's being a little brat. They're being a little brat. But anyway, like I said, I love school, but there's something that I didn't like. And so when I write with my pen, I my thumb goes inward, okay? And she was trying to force me to write with my thumb knuckles sticking out. And then she tried to make me put the pen in a way that was just really uncomfortable for my right hand. So the way I write is my thumb to knuckle, it goes in inward, and two of my fingers go on top of the pen, and then two of my fingers go underneath the pen, and that's how I write. All right. And she was just so bent on making me write one way that she just gave up because I just said no, basically. So I'm this little kid telling this teacher no. It, no. <laughs> I was just like that. And and so that, that's what I'm saying. There's more than one way to do something. Okay. Even even if it looks nice to other people and other people are trying to tell you to excuse me, do something one way. It doesn't matter. Do what works for you. So don't feel bad if you don't have time or you just don't want to cut up magazine pictures, get the poster board, get the glue stick and all that other stuff. It's fun. And it does work. I, I had a uh a vision board years ago and I will be completely honest with you I got impatient and I like threw it away <laughs> but I remember some of the things that I posted on there and it came true a few years later I just had to make some changes changes within myself to make it happen and I wish I still had that board because one of the pictures was a diverse group of friends and by by diverse I mean there was a black woman and a white guy and there were Asian people. It was like diverse. And they were drinking uh, vodka. I forget which brand. And I, I love vodka. And so I was like, oh, wow, this is great. This is my friends. And then uh, like these are the friends that I, that I truly want. And and then then I had put a, I had cut out a plane. I put a picture of the plane. So I want to travel all over the world. I drew like a little globe the best way I could. And here I am years later. Every time I go out with my friends, it, it is so funny. We either get questioned or people look at us like, whoa, this is a real diverse group of people. How is this possible? It's like, well, because we're a decent group of people. <laughs> we love eating and dancing and drinking and hanging out. And that tends to bring people together. Uh, it, it's just it's hilarious. Uh, so, yeah, we like the United Nations, basically. And I travel a lot. So, yes vision boards help go ahead check out episode 188 the power of vision boards and why you need to create them now again create the instagram vision board create the pinterest vision board i mean lots of especially i hear more women more so than men use pinterest to pin what they like okay well maybe you're not on pinterest use instagram you can really use instagram to your your um your benefit let's go ahead check out that episode all right episode or excuse me um number seven all right so number seven out of the top 10 episode 199 working with goddess Lilith to embrace your strength and sexuality Ooh. so this is actually one of the three-part uh working with the goddess series that I did. And this also was leading up to um, the, uh, the, the live I did of the goddess, um, working with the goddess, like a seven part series. And every day I went live and we spoke 
uh, about and learn how to work with different goddesses and Lilith was one of them. And I'm sorry, actually this was afterwards. And I noticed that Lilith was one of the most popular or highest view videos. So I decided, you know what, let's talk about Lilith more in an episode on a podcast. And so this is episode 199 and this debuted in March. And this is actually the final part of the three-part series, Working with the Goddess. And so I discuss who Lilith is and why we need to work with her. She's the first wife of Adam, okay? And this is a quick story. She uh, did not want it, she did not want to be subservient to Adam. Long story short, she left the garden and she got demonized over the years. All right, so this is about getting to know who she is and why we need to work with her, knowing your rights, sacred sex, Lilith's decree. Lilith's decree, the decree is something I channeled when I wrote my first book because I talk about Lilith in my first book. God is devotion to yourself. Believe in yourself and your individuality how to invoke her. So it's important to know about Lilith because especially as women, when we want to pave our own way, and it doesn't matter what it is, it's, you can be a woman who decides not to have children, focus on her career, or not to have children, get married, and you just want to live a, a child-free life. You could be a woman who wants to have a child, want to take a year off. You could be, there's just so many ways to look at it. And no matter what you do, it's like, damn, if you do, damn, if you don't, someone's going to have something to say about it. And for some people, when you hear it so much, it just becomes weight, right? Just like heavy, heavy weight on your shoulders, heavy on your chest, because some people just can't handle all that. And it's not like, anyone ever asked for it or, you know, like, oh, well, it comes with the territory. And it shouldn't because that's a person's choice, okay? And if they regret it later on in life, that's something that only they have to deal with personally, okay? And they had to talk about that with their child or with their spouse or whatever. So I created this episode to help the women out there who want to live life according to them, but they know that in some way, shape or form, they're gonna be the bad guy, okay? Or for women who already are on their own path and they're the bad guy and they're looking for ways to deal with it better. You know, how how can they deal with that? Well, Lilith will help you with that, all right? Some women are like, you know what? I'll be the bad guy, but I'm living my life to the fullest. Okay, I know who I am. I'm not trying to be this cookie cutter person and I'm pretty good with that, right? So this is a very important episode for, for um, and I, I say women, I know some men listen to this show too, but I deal primar- primarily with women. So this this episode, um, 199, did I say 188? I meant to say 199. Uh, 188 was the power of vision boards. So 199, Lilith. This episode is just so important because as long as you are okay with yourself, then you can 
be able to defend yourself better. But if you the slightest bit feel doubtful, like I don't know, then it's going to be harder for you to stand your ground. And it doesn't matter what you do, you will be the bad guy to someone. I mean, I've seen people do some of the nicest things and and someone still finds fault. And I, it's not my story to tell. I wish I could. Maybe one day I'll be able to tell it. But I've seen people, nice people, open their home to people, nice people help somebody out financially, and people just pretty much gave them their ass to kiss, pretty much just find fault with them. Oh, well, why are they doing this? You know, and it's, it's just sad. So you can still be a, a good person in the most basic sense, right? And someone will still find fault. So you might as well be that bad guy, even though you're really not, <laughs> and live your life, okay? So go ahead, check out episode 199 and go work with Lilith. All right, we're moving down the list here. All right, so hopefully you're not too overwhelmed. So let's do a quick recap. Number 10, for the best of 2019, episode 208, must read seven must read books to unlock the goddess within. All right, number nine, episode 213, Goddess Charm. Uh, coming in at number eight, episode 188, Power of Vision Boards. Number seven, episode 199, Working with Goddess Love to Embrace Your Sexuality, all that jazz. And now here we are, number six coming in hot. Episode 203, Triple Moon Goddess. <laughs> so if you're new to the Triple Moon Goddess, saying, symbol, all that goodness, the Triple Moon Goddess is the three phases a woman goes through in her life. So the official title is Triple Moon Goddess, a.k.a. Your Three Life Phases. And those three phases are Maiden, Mother, and Chrome. And I discussed that why we go through uh, these phases, why it's important for us to understand those phases and to define those phases. And I talk about this in my, my mastermind program, Goddess uh, Training, because when we understand where we are in these phases, and connect you with the situations we're in, then we can better approach them. For example, let's say you've been at your job for 10 years. So this means at this point, you are the older, wiser crone. And the crone is the aspect of a woman who, as I was saying, she's older, she's wiser, she's been there, done that. Also, the crone represents the end of a cycle, all right? But in this case, you're older, wiser. All right, you're pretty much a senior person there. But let's say at the 10th year, going on to your 11th year, you decide to go for a promotion of a supervisor, general manager, whatever, all right? But a, a promotion is a big deal. You get the promotion, guess what? Now you're the maiden, you're new to this. Okay, that's, that's part of being a maiden, new, innocent, okay? The world is your oyster type of, you know, vibe. So yes, in one sense, you're a crone, but in, in this sense, you're a maiden. So how do you approach being this supervisor? You don't want to like you don't know anything, but because you have been in this crone aspect for a while, you know that, hey, 
asking questions doesn't make you look like you don't know anything. All right. You, so you may go to ask somebody else a question. You know, you're, you always have your go-to person for question asking or a mentor or someone like that. So if you are feeling insecure about something, you know enough that, hey, look, yeah, I've been here for 10 years, but I'm new to this position. And guess what? Now you stood your ground and you made it known that I'm not a clown. Okay. I am fully aware that this is a new position for me which means I'm taking on a different role, which means now I'm not going to have some of the same dynamics that I used to have with people because I'm in this role. So you may not have time for, you know, water cooler chats. So I know I'm from Philly. I know I said water, bear with me. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you may not have time to go to the coffee room like you used to and things like that. All right. But for you to recognize that is the crone in you been there, done that, senior, okay, the maiden in you recognizes this is new position for you. So you're going to be, I know, eyes open, ears wide, okay, absorbing all the information you can so you can be the most uh, effective person in that position. All right. So that's how playing in these roles, understanding these situations help you. Okay. So yes, while the overarching uh, phases are like, yeah, you can actually be a mother of a child of a business, but also it can be you nurturing a role that you are playing at work. See how that fits in different areas in your life. So to know and understand these three phases will help you to, I don't want to say react, but will, will help you to best respond to situations. Okay. And this is with all situations, romantic, relationship with your friend, job, relationship with yourself, all that. All right. And that debuted in April, episode 203. All right. Number five. Oh, wait. Before I talk about number five, episode 203 has a fun sheet for you to download. So go ahead and get that fun sheet. And the link for that fun sheet is in the description for that episode. All right, so number five, staying alive. That's the only word I know that rhymes with five. All right, so <laughs> episode 202, Embracing Your Purpose. This debuted in April as well. Well, well, yeah, right before 203. And this is from my first book. It's a chapter in my book, uh, To Be Goddess. All right, and I discuss how to discover and embrace your purpose and how to go about living that purpose. So I ask you questions like, what are you capable of doing well? What do people compliment or acknowledge you for the most? And are you creative or critical? These are crucial questions to ask yourself because in order for you to embrace your purpose, you really have to be prepared for a lot of things. Now think about God is Lilith her being on her own path and her just basically being like, fine, whatever. You want to make me the bad guy, <laughs> whatever. But the flip side here is when you embrace your purpose, the things that you need to really be ready for. And I was just talking about this with a lady in my mastermind uh, group is, or, or my mastermind course is, yeah, you're going to lose some friends. I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. And that's okay because the people who you, I don't want to say lose, but the people who will just phase out of your life, 
their chapter's done with you. And I noticed like, but I really like this person, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but think about where you're going. And that person will probably sabotage your growth, probably not support you. There's a lot of things, a lot of probable, you know, probably things that would happen. And does everyone need to support you all the time? No. But there are some people that you expect some things from. And I don't have a problem with saying that. Some people say, oh, you shouldn't expect anything from anyone. Mm, that's a blanket statement. I mean, I think you should expect some type of support from, oh, I don't know, your significant other, <laughs> your best friend. Like, you should expect some type of support they don't have to understand it completely but unless you're you're doing something like oh honey i'm like selling everything i'm divorcing you and i'm moving somewhere to join a cult yeah that it that's different and yeah of course they're not going to support you with that but em embracing your purpose the source of this really has to do with a, a lot of uh, women who had to suppress so much in order to be someone who they didn't opt to be, okay, because of society, because of whatever. So embracing your purpose is about getting back to the core you and understanding what do you really like, okay? And there is that time frame there. Again, I want to really make sure that the picture that I'm painting here is the actual painting it's not like i'm adding extra stuff like like this is the raw form this is the sketch all right this is actually this is before the painting this is it because i hear just a side note i hear so many people talk about uh they're been like yeah you know um i did like a bartending or i did this you know for a couple of years yeah but I want to know all the gritty details of being an entrepreneur. Some people kind of low over, they just kind of glaze over <laughs> some of the, the edgier parts of being an entrepreneur. And, and when they do that, it, I'm not saying that it glorifies it, but it, it, it leaves out a lot of the important details that makes a good gritty story. And not all entrepreneurs, some people are very forthcoming, like, yeah, I had no money in my bank account. But people, some people see entrepreneurship and they look at it from a different view. And, and it's just, it's not really correct. There's a lot of craziness that happens behind the scenes. So that's sort of like embracing your purpose. A lot of craziness goes on behind the scenes because it's not that easy to embrace your purpose. And it takes a lot of time to do that because you have to figure out what the hell your purpose is anyway. <laughs> okay. And you can have more than one. Just like when you see actors who also rescue stray dogs or help veterans or, you know, they're working on trying to save the planet. People have more than one purpose. But if you listen to a lot of people out there, you think that you are supposed to have this one purpose to rule and all, and that's it. And it has to be on a grand scale. Not necessarily. Your purpose could be helping kids in your local area. And that area will idolize you and you will be remembered for years and years to come. Long after you pass, they will... You, you know, have a memorial for you because you did such great work and you impacted so many young kids in your community 
and they went off to do great things for the world and it's because of you. So sometimes it's local, but we won't know that unless we ask ourselves questions like, what are you capable of doing well? Not just good, not just like, oh yeah, no, I'm okay. No, well, really well, great. What's your knack? What's that thing that people come to you for? All right, what do people compliment you on the most? Maybe it's just your, your swag, your style. Maybe you're just a good dresser. Okay, well, people need that because dressing well really does build confidence. So many times I hear people try to act like everyone can wear everything. You can, but some outfits complement people better because of whatever reason. Maybe a woman has a longer torso, so a dress looks different and nice on her than it would on a shorter woman. And that's not a bad thing. It's just that that dress just does something for that woman that doesn't do something for the other woman. Or maybe it, that one dress looks frumpy on someone else who's a little bit fuller figure, but it looks okay for another one, for another woman who's kind of slim. And there's nothing wrong with that. Okay, we just have to look at what complements the body. Okay, because we have to be honest, some things do look frumpy or just like, mm, like it's okay, but you could do better, and that's okay. So it's like that. All right, maybe you can help people to dress really well and build their confidence and then go out there into the world, you know, with a little pep in their step. And then you got to ask yourself are you more of a creative or critical person? And I'm sure there are some people who are in between. But to know that is the difference between thinking that you are this super critical, nasty person, or you just this creative, foo-foo-y, you know, always up head in the clouds person. If you just know yourself, then you know how to approach things better. So go ahead, go over to episode 202, Embracing Your Purpose, answer those questions. Uh, the episode is just 31 minutes, so it's like a quick ride somewhere. All right next all right we're at number four. Ooh, we're almost at the top three all right episode 206 which debuted on may 1st is called how to be recognized for who you truly are and this is with goddess pele all right this is pretty cool because there's nothing like being recognized for your true self. I mean, think about it. Some of the people who we admire the most, or you know, I'll, I'll speak for myself. Some of the people who I admire the most are the people who really just, they don't care. <laughs> you know, what, what the people who don't add value to their life think about. It. I mean, when you show up as you truly are, the, those people who I look at, what you see is, is what you get, right? really like that's who they are that's across the board that's who they are like yeah they would have a filter depending on the crowd like if your mom's in a room or something like that but for the most part that's who they are and you know that as the saying goes they're not two-faced they're not you know telling you one thing and doing another they are truly who you see and that's it's kind of rare. A lot of people, they don't, 
they don't show up as themselves. They want to pretend, and it's a, so many reasons why. Okay, it could be years of being told that you have to act a certain way. Who knows? But all I'm saying is, this episode is to help you be recognized for who you truly are. And uh, as the number four highest uh, downloaded episode of 2019, this is speaking volumes. Okay, so in this episode, I explain how to work with Hawaiian volcanic goddess Pele to revive what has been dormant in our lives, the importance of having your personal symbol, and of course, so much more. So your personal symbol helps people to recognize you for who you truly are. So if I were to use myself, for example, I have spiritual tattoos, uh, like symbols, um, I wear different colored wigs. So I have like a silver purpley, purple wig. I have um, a dark red wig. I have a like a really nice dark green. I have like all different colors. And if you go to my Instagram profile, Tia underscore Johnson underscore, you'll see all these. And it, it really just, it's an expression of who I am. Um, I have like a rose gold hair color. It's, it's really cool, or rose, rose, rose color, not rose gold, uh, but that would be cool. The point here is to be explosive, all right, is to wake up those things that, as I said, were dormant, those things that needed to be shook up. There are some things in our lives that need an upheaval, right? There are areas in our lives that need to get that the blood flowing you know like okay i am here this is it let's go all right and and goddess pele is a goddess what i talk about in my book to be goddess the main takeaway here is to thrive because when you think about fire fire provides illumination fire provides heat fire allows us to cook is a very transformative element so if you think about the element of fire and combine that with the element of the woman uh, that's pretty explosive <laughs> okay so go ahead thrive listen to episode 206 how to be recognized for who you truly are and I, i'll say this one last thing about this episode people will start to address you differently once you start really showing up as you are, people will start to, I don't say put you on a pedestal, some, some will, but some will know how to come correct, okay? Some will know that, okay, she doesn't put up with that. Trust me, you, you'll start to get treated better. All right, top three, here we go. Episode 197, working with Goddess Kali to blast through fear and procrastination. All right, so this is, let me back up here. I think this is part one. Yeah, so this is part one of the three-part series, Working with the Goddesses. So if you remember, I mentioned uh, Goddess Lilith. She was number seven. All right, and she was part 
three of the three-part series. And here we are, number three, and uh, Callie is part one of the three-part series. All right. So working with Goddess Kali to blast through fear and procrastination. Goddess Kali is also one of the goddesses, of, goddesses I talk about in my first book. And <clears throat> this episode debuted in March. 27 minutes long, not too bad. All right, so in this episode, episode, I discuss who she is and why we need to work with her, how to deal with being called intimidating and being misunderstood, how to deal with life cycles, how to invoke her, and there is also a fun sheet for you to download. The link for that is in the description of that episode. Goddess Colleen, what can I say? She's a very powerful goddess. Um, she's, she's really all about blasting through obstacles. She's the Hindu goddess of doing just that, blasting through obstacles, helping you with procrastination, dealing with cycles in life. Um, I, there is an episode where I talk about the time I met Goddess Kali. I think I talked about that in an in a episode. I'm not quite sure, but anyway, I'm pretty sure I talked about it in this episode, the night I met Goddess Kali. Um, because I, I, uh, I talk about it, I want to say like once a year, I try to like bring it back to um, explain to people just because it was such a great experience and, and I always know when Kylie's paying me a visit. <laughs> I usually know when she pays me a visit because it's usually pouring, raining, thunderstorms, and it's almost like I hear a drum beat when that happens. Uh, but she does have other symbols, so you know, it, she shows up in different ways for different people. The, the main thing here is that fear is, fear is something that can really hold us down, keep us back, not just for a, a week or so, but fear can hold us back. Fear can trap us for years. And guess what, where fear lives? in our minds, in our hearts, in our bellies. And it's so crazy how this can happen and people get, will, will look back like 10, 20, 30 years like, oh man, I should have just done that. You know, and then sometimes they're too old to do something or they just don't feel like they can do it for whatever reason. You know, when they do finally get some of the courage, and I understand it, you know, because there's the fear of the unknown, the fear if I do this, what will happen? And it's just so much, there, there are many possibilities that can happen. And sometimes that risk isn't worth it to some people. And for other people, it's like, you know what? I'd rather try it and fail or, or try it and, and get like somewhere even if I don't get as far as I plan, then to not do it at all. So you really had to ask yourself, is it worth it? Is it worth doing that thing that you're fearful of? And I, I, I read many articles where, you know, people get asked on their deathbed, what's the one thing, you know, you wish, whatever question they get asked and regret is number one. It's because they've been fearful of not doing something. But also, I just want to make a note here. I'm not talking about, you know, having to touch a snake if you're terrified of snakes. What I'm saying is, 
if it's something that's going to make your life better. For example, let's say you like someone. You want to tell him or her, I like you. Yes, that can be very, very, very hard on the nerves. There's <laughs> a lot at stake. If I tell him I like him, he doesn't like me. Well, he tell you know, other people where he told the, the friends, uh, will this jeopardize our friendship or, you know, or I just met the guy is a movie. A lot of things come to mind. Or even, you know, you want to start your own little band, you know, it's like, oh, they're going to think I'm silly. I'm a mom, you know, I just want to play at local events. You're gonna, it's a lot. You just have to ask yourself, is the risk worth it? You know, and, and you might find out, mm, you know what, I really didn't like him that much. It was a little bit of an infatuation or, you know what, yeah, I wouldn't mind doing cover or, or be, being that cover band and singing, you know, popular tunes from the 80s and getting booked in local areas. It's something to do on the weekends. You know, I might look a little silly, but uh, me and my friends were having fun. There you go. You just have to really think about will it bring you happiness? Uh, if you don't do this on your deathbed where you regret it you really have to think like that and i know it's like oh i want to think about my deathbed but i mean it's true we're, we're creating memories each and every day we're we are creating memories and each and every night our brain is deleting short-term you know memories and, and like basically like junk so maybe you for example bumped into someone at a coffee shop and you say excuse me the person's like really and you're like hey dude i said excuse me it was an accident okay you're going to forget about that chances <laughs> all right of that maybe a year from that maybe like i don't know uh two weeks from now you're going to forget about the whole situation because your brain just deleted that it's like ah oh, you know what that's a short-term memory we don't need it but something like creating your, your small band and you're playing in local areas your brain's going to remember that and you're going to think, man, that was some of my best memories, best time. I'm just got my guitar, my friends on the keyboard and wow, it's just so much fun. I'm glad I did it. That's what I'm talking about. So connect with Kali to help blast through fear and procrastination. There have been times I remember when I had applied to University of Pennsylvania for my master's degree and I was so nervous I mean like I wanted to go to the school so badly badly and I was in all the positive energy out there I had all my recommendations everything was aligned and I went with one of my really good friends and we wrote our um we wrote up uh, our, our app we had to type in our application fill it out all that and we were at the Penn Library practically every day and I never forget this because <laughs> he was getting ready for his trip to Russia and I had to make him finish filling out the paperwork <laughs> because we were on a deadline and you know and then we just said something like uh when we get accepted we just said when when we get accepted not it, we're gonna buy pen merchandise <laughs> okay we both got in but I tell you like I I was so my nerves were wrecking it, it was just and I, then I, I, you know, your, your brain does this thing, it's, it's, the acronym is RAS, reticular or something, where when it's something that you want, you start to see more of it. So I was seeing street signs with the name Penn. I was seeing Quaker this, Quaker that. And I'm already from Philadelphia. So I've been seeing these things all my life, but now it has more meaning. And 
And, and then also I took it as a sign from spirit, like, Hey, relax. But I couldn't really relax. I was fearful. I was just like, Oh my gosh. Like when I get in and then I got in, I got, I remember I was so afraid to check my final grade. I didn't check the final grade until a year later and I got an A. I was like, this is ridiculous, Tia. I told myself, I'm like, you know what? You really need to calm down. This fear is going to out of control. All right, you got in and now you're fearful that <laughs> you're not going to do well? What? Uh, so, I mean, is is that or are, are those thoughts valid to some extent? But I mean, not checking a grade, really, your final grade, that's what fear does. Okay, that's what fear does. So let Callie help you to overcome this because sometimes we don't recognize it as fear. We think, oh, it's just anxiety. And, and I hate to say this, but some people use terms to their advantage and they're not really going through anything. One of the things that I don't like people do is say, oh, I, I just got OCD. You do not have OCD, okay? You don't. You just like some things clean in your house. You like things to be clean a certain way that's not you that's not OCD okay just stop or what's the other one um I can't have anything with gluten in it unless you have celiac disease you can have gluten like yes you probably don't want gluten in your life true but stop making it about you <laughs> to the point where people who are really going through this are trying to have a life that that's not a burden okay i mean I, I know some people who have real allergies okay not the oh i can't do it because it's a trend no where they have to tell the waiter or waitress please do not cook with or cook my food next to peanuts or peanut oil or they just don't even go out sometimes you know because they have to find the restaurant that you know is peanut free soy free stuff like that they have legit allergies so you know, it, that's the thing. Okay, so just anyway, going off on a tangent, reeling it back. Uh, <laughs> let Callie help you with that fear and procrastination because it's so easy for it to not look like fear and procrastination. To it, it's, it's almost like it's disguising itself. Like, oh, you don't want to do that. It's disguising itself as a form of protection. All right, yo, you don't want to look silly. You know how many times people who've done great things look silly throughout the years until they actually made it? Everyone looks a little bit silly until they made it. And even then, hello, go look at pictures of people from the 1980s. They look silly right now. <laughs> okay, so let's just laugh more about that and then move forward. All right, number two, coming through. Okay, so I remember when I decided to talk about this. So this debuted in April and it's 26 minutes long, so fairly short. Uh, so this is also a chapter from my first book, To Be Goddess. I remember when I created this episode because I didn't know what I was going to talk about that week. Normally, I I uh, batch my material, but, you know, life happens. And I was like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to talk about? And I thought, you know what? Let's just talk about this. I try to repurpose whenever I can, <laughs> as you can see. But also, I, I think about what can I repurpose that I believe will work? And obviously this did because this is number two of 2019. And this is from a chapter of a book that was published in 2014. So it's crazy, but here we go. 
All right, so igniting your, igniting your element is uh, all about how I discuss how you can ignite your element and which element we should work with overall in our lives. And it's also a fun sheet. So if you go to episode 204 in a description, you can click the link to get the fun sheet. And I talk about earth, air, fire, and water. Oh, and spirit. So it's like Captain Planet, basically. Uh, <laughs> uh, I created that chapter because the elements are so important in our lives. And I even have... Um, some people may think it's cheesy, but I stand by it. I had the elements written on my arm in uh, Japanese. And the reason why I did that is because I was just, at, when, when I wrote my book, I was so connected with the elements. I am now, but I was really connected with them. And I was really diving to understand the, the purpose of air, the purpose of water and, and fire and earth. And like, yeah, we, we learn about these things in grade school, you know, earth, you know, the ground and air through which we breathe and things like that, you know, it becomes oxygen. And when we exhale, what is it? Uh, dioxide, I forget what it's called when you exhale, but it's not oxygen when you exhale. And, and uh, you know, just how we learn about the, the elements that are around us. But when you read about it on a spiritual level, it starts to make so much more sense. For example, when you're in the shower and you start to get these creative ideas, well, water helps with your intuition and your emotions. So your intuition is in the space of imagination <laughs> a lot of times. So yeah, no wonder you get these great grand ideas while you're taking a shower because your imagination is having its heyday of running wild and you're also washing away all that spiritual debris, you know, that things that just been bothering you is literally going down the drain and it's not coming back up, okay? It's not the blob, it's not coming back up the drain, it's done. <laughs> so that's why, or air. I, I know that when I get that cool breeze, whether it's that nice summer's night, you know, you and that cool breeze just hits you while you're outside at a... Uh, uh, restaurant drinking wine with your friends and you just get that moment of where things just come together like man i'm just so grateful to be here with my friends sharing this bottle of wine we're laughing waiting for our food or in the winter time when i get that cool brush of air on my face i'm just like man i'm just so grateful for this time of the year it's like hitting a reset button that's intellect that's what air is in relation to and the crazy part about it is we know this internally we just haven't put it together we haven't put it put like a name to a face so to speak so how cool would it be that when we experience things we know what it is because that's part of going back to um number three there you know the fear part of that fear is the unknown and when and also a side note about that when we don't know something that gives people a chance to tell us a lie tell us their version. I can't begin to tell you how many conversations I've been in with people who told me, oh, this means that, blah, 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 blah. And then I go do, and not that I'm trying to prove them wrong, I just start reading. And I think, oh my gosh, they keep saying things like, uh, put Christ back in Christmas. Okay, Jesus wasn't born on December 25th. Okay, he was not. Not. And actually, I posted a link on my Facebook profile, and I think I did it on my business profile, 
So you go to Tia Johnson, spiritual mentor on Facebook. Uh, you'll see I posted the origins of Christmas. So it just things like that when people try to shove information down your throat and make you try to make you feel guilty for celebrating it a different way it's like well wait a minute now you have the knowledge to tell them well here's the origin of it and here's why i choose to celebrate the origin and there's nothing wrong if you want to celebrate christmas the way you want to celebrate it so long as you're not hurting anybody but again knowledge that's what helps so here we are with igniting your element if you are able to understand how the elements play a role in your life you get to know more about yourself and someone is less likely to tell you about <laughs> what you should be doing and other things in your life so you can look at it in many ways you can look at it as uh through your zodiac sign for example uh virgo zodiac is earth Okay, that's in reach to Earth. But I have a strong connection with the fire element. As a matter of fact, the very first goddess I worked with was Bridget. And I felt her strong, warm energy, and she's in relation to fire. Okay, so I'm more connected with the fire element. And that's okay. We can go through all the elements and, and figure out maybe our top two elements that you connect we connect with the most but the main thing here is to understand how these elements play a role in our life and and how we can fully understand that because it's one thing to to say oh yeah when i take a shower i get inspired yeah but what does that actually mean does that mean that when you feel it not as creative, when you're feeling like you're in a rut, you're stuck somewhere, do you take a shower? Do you go to the whirlpool? Because I mean, there's jets there. Do you go to the sauna, steam room? Not sauna, I meant to say steam room. I mean, you could sweat in a sauna, but I'm just saying, what does that mean going forward for you? That could mean, as I was just saying, when you feel like you're stuck in a rut, you go to water. Some people may start a bonfire and just stare into the fire. Some people may go for a walk so they get that air in their lungs. A lot of my friends are runners and it's something about running that helps them. And I truly believe that it's partially the air. The air getting their lungs, the, the air is clearing their mind. That's what one of my friends did. Uh, they were going through a divorce and they just ran and ran and ran. Something about that just cleared their mind. It's the air. So that's partially the reason. So that's how it works for you. And you can you can get my book, read more into it, you know, figure out the rituals that you want to do to help you connect more with those elements, but you can just have a go-to element for when you have these times where you're in need, in need of change, in need of direction, in need to regroup. That's what it's for. All right. Number one, the, that was really loud. Uh, <laughs> I apologize for that. I got really excited. This episode really surprised me. I did not think that this would be uh, the number one episode. Really, really shocked. And it, yeah, and, and not only is it number one for 2019, this is the number two highest downloaded episode 
since I switched over to Lipson in 2017 because it showed the stats from November 1st, 2017. So this is number two overall and number one for 2019. And this is the secret lives of crystals you need to know about. It's funny because it debuted July 10th and in December, people are still listening to this episode. But it, it's just, it's so crazy. So I created this episode and let me, let me just check the, yes, yeah, so I'd created this one episode because I was hosting a free crystal goddess webinar. All right. It's something that as a webinar I created at the last minute, I was like, you know what? I, I want to do like, I want I wanted to combine crystals and goddesses. And I was talking to my project manager and she's like, yeah, you know, just like you know, do a webinar, you know, just a couple of crystals talk about it. Okay, fine. I didn't expect this one to be number one. It was something that I put together the last minute and, and like, I, I love crystals. So I am a certified hibiscus moon crystal healer and just a, a little peek into that you have to in order to be certified and it, it's like really like you have to get like points and everything like that I had to do crystal healing on three people and I had to fill out the information they had to fill out information and then I had to submit all that and I had to log in hours like it was for reals and the lady who founded that academy she I don't think she's still a science teacher but she's a science she was a science teacher and uh, high school and she just started teaching us the science behind crystals and everything that was just amazing so anyway I figured you know what let's do this and <laughs> I remember also this because this was something that when I was planning the July uh, episodes the the actual webinar, I think it was in August, and it was right before Dinner on Blanc, and I was just like, I don't know, I got squeezes. And so again, and, and Dinner on Blanc is the all-white dinner, or dinner in white, where you, you dress up in white, and, and you, you eat at a secret location in your city. So we have it in Philly, there's one in New York, Baltimore, it's like all over. So anyway, in this episode, which is 22 minutes, I discuss how we already interact with crystals on a daily basis, their influence on us, and how we can work more consciously with them for the betterment of our lives. And I was also promoting, I see here, my Domain of the Goddess retreat. That was fun. So, again, shocker. I really thought it was going to be something else. Crystals, I remember when I was speaking at uh, a, a function in Brooklyn Heights, so in, in New York, and I was asked a question about if spirituality was good or bad because this one lady, she was a Christian, she was trying to understand it, and I was talking about crystals too. And I was just explaining, part, part of my explanation was that, no, it, it's not bad. And we already use crystals. It's in our watches, our phones, our computers, our TVs, scanners. And it's mainly the, the quartz, the clear quartz, because that's the amplifier crystal. 
we use crystals for engagement rings. We use crystals for birthstones. We use crystals a lot. We just don't know it. And that was one of the things, and that's one of the reasons why I talk about, you know, having more knowledge about these things because people will try to guilt trip you and make you think that you're doing something bad. You're already using these things. So what are people going to start taking crystals out of their watches and phones and computers and TVs and scanners? No. I mean, do all computers, TVs and, and phones have crystals in it? Not all of them. I mean, like, I don't, I'm not a, 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 a manufacturer, but I know that a majority of them have it because I was doing some research on it. But what I'm saying here is the more we know about crystals, elements, goddesses, terms that we say, especially the origins, the more we can live a more fulfilling life where we're connected with ourselves and what's around us and things like the future won't be so scary. Things like when something happens won't be so scary because we would just have our little moment like, oh, I can't believe this is happening, but then we'll get in that mode of figuring it out, which could mean, hey, I'm going to take a shower. I need to get my thoughts together. I'm going for a run. I need to get my thoughts together. I'm going to light a bonfire. I'm going to get my thoughts together. Okay. Hey, you know what? I'm going to hold this crystal for a couple of minutes. I want to get my thoughts together. It's like that. So crystals, there there are a myriad of crystals. Okay. And a crystal can be found all around the world. It's a lot. The best way I can suggest you dive into crystals, even if you're not a crystal person and also, as a side note, you, do, you don't need crystals, okay? Some people are very adamant about not using crystals. Like, no, of course, you don't, you don't need crystals. You don't need oracle cards. You don't need any of those things. They just help. Some people need that visual aid. Some people need to have some kind of connection that they can feel and touch. So uh, the best way to start to learn about crystals is using Ju Judy Hall's books, so she has Crystal Bible 1 and 2 and a Crystal Encyclopedia. So it's called the Encyclopedia of Crystals. The Encyclopedia of Crystals is actually my favorite book of hers just because it's color-coded. So if you have a blue crystal, go to the blue section. <laughs> All right. But, I mean, she, she really breaks it down for you. The origin of the crystal, uh, its purpose, like all the science stuff behind it, things like that. But... Uh, for, for this episode, episode 216, the number one most downloaded episode of 2019, this just tells me that you want to work with magic and like in a sense of, you know, this, the, the crystals want to help with so many things from helping us with grieving, helping us with medical issues, like, yes, still see your doctor, but also helping us in that form, helping us with empathy and love and reassurance and self-awareness and, you know, clarity and connection with spirit, connection with angels, you know, connection with goddesses and fairies and things like that. This shows me that you want that connection 
with not only yourself, but with other realms, with crystals that can help you in these areas and beyond. So I thank you for that, for providing that insight. And it, working with crystals is really a lot of fun. You could use it for dreams, so much. Some people even make uh, elixirs, okay, with crystals. So, yeah, go ahead, check out 216, episode 216, The Secret Lives of Crystals You Need to Know About. All right, as a special bonus, I will tell you, tell you the number, the top three of all time for right now. So you already know about number two, that's the secret lives of crystals. Number three is living your truth and running a million dollar business with Cameron Luna. So for those of you who don't know, Cameron Luna, um, I took several of her courses, but I also took her signature course, Be True Brand You, a little while ago. So she was my mentor and uh, she agreed to come on the show. And just like I said, I like to pull back the curtains and give people the real deal about uh, entrepreneurship and things like that. And it's so cute because, you know, you hear our kids in the background and she's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, no, it's okay. I want people to hear that, you know, because it is crazy, hectic world and she's a total badass. So go ahead, check out that. That's the number three most uh, unique uh, downloaded episode. That's 174 and that debuted October 10th, 2018. And the number one episode of all time which again is a pretty cool one that's episode 183 eight ways to boost your manifestation abilities and that debuted december 12 2018 so that is the number one most downloaded uh episode i have so you guys are all about manifestation i think that's pretty darn cool so thank you for listening to the top 10 episodes of 2019 i'll do a quick uh rundown number 10 episode 208 seven must read books to unlock the goddess within number nine is episode 213 goddess charm number eight is episode 188 the power of vision boards number seven is episode 199 working with goddess little to embrace your sexuality and other what's the other half of that title Goddess Lilith, Strength and Sexuality. Wanted to make sure I get that right. Uh, number six is episode 203, Triple Moon Goddess, aka the three phases of your life. Number five is episode 202, Embracing Your Purpose. Number four is episode 206, How to Be Recognized for Who You Truly Are with Goddess Pele. Uh, number three, episode 197, working with Goddess Kali to blast through fear and procrastination. Uh, number two, episode 204, igniting your element. And number one, episode 216, the secret lies of crystals you need to know about. So thank you so much. I look forward to, uh, connecting with you even deeper uh, in 2020, all right? And I will give you information on how you can call in and, and you know, get that going. It's going to be fun. So have a wonderful rest of this 2019 year, and let's make 2020 the best yet. Until next time, send you many blessings and be kind to yourself. 
Thank you for joining Spiritual Living and Empowerment with Tia Johnson. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in to the next show. Want to continue the conversation with Tia? Follow her on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at Tia underscore Johnson underscore. Have a wonderful day filled with many blessings.